Hello, everyone. And welcome to... Ba, 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 ba. I'm like really funny. Really funny. Like really funny. And we have a name. Uh, we did it. Finally. We made you know, you really, a decision. You, you forced me into it, but eventually I came up with the right Forced answer. you win? Okay. That is a lie and you know it. <laughs> You were the one I mean, that was like, I don't like the derps. I don't. If anything, you forced me into it. You know, the derps was like a backup, though. It was never meant to be the derps. It was just. It's like when you're writing, like, a book or something, and you don't know what the person's name is, so you're like, I'll just call him derp for now. But do you remember when I was reading Twilight and I didn't realize that Carlisle was Carlisle, and I thought it was. <laughs> Carlisle, <laughs> and you laughed really hard at me. <laughs> I still think about that sometimes. I think about it pretty regularly. Regularly, yeah. I mean, I think we have a history of like not of <laughs> not knowing how to pronounce words. Like, I remember this was in college, and I was in a class, and I was like. You know, we're doing that dumbass popcorn reading where you always make yeah. somebody freaked out. It's like they've never <laughs> read before. <laughs> and the TA was my, like, good friend Connor, who was, like, it was in post-war Japanese theater. Mm-hmm. And so we're reading, and then I'm reading something, and I go, blah, 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 paradigm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Connor, like, looks at me, and he goes, paradigm. I was like... Oh yeah, lol. <laughs> Never heard that word out loud before. What? At least as like a conscious thinker and seeing yeah. it on the page. Also, dime is spelled D-I-M-E, not digim. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on with that word, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, Carlisle. Spell you can like technically spell fish like T H I G H T or something like that. Fish, like the band, <laughs> just like fish, like the thing, like a fit. But because of the way that like English works, you can like spell it. Is it, is it like Stephen? Stephen, yeah, kind of. Stephen, PH Stephen. I want to tell the story that inspired the name of this podcast now. As okay. it, as it, I mean, as I, it I mean, now. This, this would be the correct moment to do that. It wouldn't make sense. If we did it like three episodes from now, because everyone would be like, "Okay, cool, you chose a name, but <laughs> what the fuck is that?" Like, so, haha, we... so funny, <laughs> right? Like, good, good thing y'all had a laugh about it and just never told, you know, the people listening. But you mean like the three people? <laughs> hey, so the inspiration for this name comes from, <laughs> if you will recall. <laughs> I had moved to Mountain View after graduating UCLA, and I have moved a lot. Ah, uh, yes, Mountain View, the social capital yeah, of Northern the social, California. The social sphere of the South Bay. So I just moved to Mountain View, and I was having, like, a really hard time making friends and, like, settling into my new life and, like, because, like, moving sucks, and the first year of living anywhere just sucks, like just it is what it is and so I was being like a sad depressed bitch like I am and I was you know 
I feel like I have so many memories of you like, woe is me on that couch in that apartment that I'm not sure like <laughs> which order to place them in. Oh my God. Because like, it was just a rough time. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah. So I was like really lonely and sad and I was hanging out with you, which is pretty par for the course. And I think I said something. Wait, are you, are you saying that when you hang out with me, you're sad? I hang out with you when I am lonely and sad and also always anyway. I was going to say, well, that feels pretty sharp, Jack. (laughs) Just a a little jab there. No, so I was like feeling sad and we were hanging out and I think I just like turned to you and I was like, Sam, how do you make friends? Like just, you know, like in my head, I'm like musing about the world and about like, because like my shit is always existential. I'm never stressed about like, what am I gonna like do logistically with my life? I can always figure it out. It's always like, what is the point of anything? And so I was like, how does one like begin to establish relationships with the people around them (laughs) and you well so so from my angle it was like I don't think we were even talking and then you just like you looked at me with this like face of like curiosity and I always take things as like logistical problems to solve and not really (laughs) existential so you asked how do you make friends sam and i said well i'm like really funny (laughs) and then you proceeded to laugh in my face yeah i laughed very hard right into my face and you're like no sam that's not what i mean (laughs) no but i gave you an answer you gave me a very good answer it honestly like spun me 180 degrees because i was like this is completely not the kind of answer that I thought I was going to get to this question. It like woke me up completely. I just remember like feeling like I was snapped out of a dream or something. I was like, oh, no, she's like talking like literally. No, no, no. Like I meant like I'm a depressed, sad bitch. What do I do about like existentially? No, it was so great. And I feel like it just encapsulates so much of our... (laughs) relationship oh you mean you the deep thinker and me the idiot who just blurts things out (laughs) who's like half listening who blurts things out excuse me i don't half listen i either completely don't listen or i'm listening about 30 (laughs) percent there's no half it's only 30 percent the the other day ryan said to me he goes okay so listen to what i'm saying and he said that and then said something else and i immediately spaced out you went into graduation (laughs) mode and then i was like he's like okay so did you get that and i was like no i'm really sorry you're gonna need to start over (laughs) and it's not like i could pretend because it was only the two of us oh my god that's a bad one yeah so i feel i feel good about um about this name i feel like it's gonna stick this time and thank you for like driving us towards like perfection you know what i mean yeah and i feel like i'm like really funny yeah i think that's why we chose the name yeah i think you're like kind of funny 
I mean, I'm a legend in my own mind, you know? Absolutely. Definitely. A hundred percent. So I have um, a follow-up from a previous episode because I think it's the first episode we talk about the hair in the bathroom mm-hmm. yeah. at the doggy, the doggy daycare. So we, we went to pick up Evie on Sunday and you had told me I had to get a picture of mm-hmm. the doggy hair in the bathroom the last time when I went to drop her off and that didn't happen because it was like the other bathroom. Mm-hmm. But then this time we were just about to leave and we were on that side of the building and I was like, oh, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I like, I felt so sly because it was in the last like five minutes that we were there. And I go into the bathroom, I sit down and I look up and there's nothing there. None at all? It was, I think there was like a little bit of fluff. Maybe you were right all along. Maybe it was like dogs living up there and they're, they were gone this time. They hid their tracks. Yeah. It was anticlimactic. And I really should have just taken a picture at the beginning. What have we learned from this experience? Always take a picture the first time. Always. It's like, if you'll recall, I came to visit you on the train with mom. And there was... If you recall. Horrible. Oh, please. Horrible. Horrible mansplainer, evil boomer talker who would not shut up. I kid you not, like the whole nine hours. He was like talking about, oh, I'm like California or this. I think it was on the way back from visiting you, actually. It It was. was, It was because you were like, we don't have seats. And there's this mansplainer. Yeah, they overbooked the train. And so we didn't have seats to like escape to. So we had to sit in the stupid like viewing deck and like bitch ass McGee over there is like, he was annoying as fuck. <laughs> and I took a surreptitious picture of him. I took a selfie and I made sure that he was in the picture. And to this day, I do not regret it. I have the picture somewhere because that guy was made of pure evil. <laughs> Anyone who will yeah. talk that much in a place that is public like that, that is not designated to be like the speaker of this event happening right now is not okay with me. <laughs> it's too much. Like, sit down, stop talking, please go back to your seat, leave me alone, I have nowhere to go, we are literally stuck on this train, please. Like, sometimes when I'm talking with someone who I feel really comfortable with, I will turn to them and go, you're yelling. (laughs) Like, someone you're really comfortable with, aka me all the time. Well, no, well, no, one of my coworkers, uh, Nicole... She sometimes she and I w- would be like talking in a room and we're getting really passionate and we're laughing and then she'll start saying something that again but it's loud but it's about work this time not a funny thing and I'd have to be like Nicole you're yelling <laughs> and she's like oh okay and we just like keep going but like I feel like I say that to people like regularly it's like that night you me and Marav Marav you and me it was when Marav first moved to Mountain View yeah, I was trying to get the grammar right, but whatever. The three of us, it was like each one of us just kept getting louder and louder and louder after the next one talked. And pretty soon it was just like three screaming Jews. Yeah, I remember leaving Marav's apartment like almost hoarse because we were like. <laughs> yeah, and my ears were ringing. So oh, my God. 
and it, it was like late too it was like past yes. 11 and we yes. were like fucking yelling but we were having so much fun that was the best i know it was the best <sighs> but but it definitely was a perfect example of how it like starts off and you're just talking mm. and then the next person talks and then the next person talks and then the next thing you know you're like projecting to an audience of 600 and you realize it's just one other person in the room with you yeah yeah I I, well I mean you know I like since I was little I like can't control myself I just have to be loud so anyone who's talking at that kind of level I now as a as an adult feel like I should be able to walk up to them and just go excuse me you are yelling Calm the fuck down. Yeah, like, not in, like, a malicious way, but in just, like, are you aware? Because if you're aware and you're just a dick, like, sure. But Mm -hmm. if you're not aware that you're yelling, wouldn't you want someone to tell you? I'm trying to imagine because, like, I very regularly am loud just by sheer nature of, like, being me. I think I don't mind if a friend of mine is like, Jack, like, you're being really loud. Like, come on. But if, like, a stranger comes up to me... But see, here's the thing is like, I'm too self-conscious if I was on, I was on that train and I wasn't that guy. Like I've already <laughs> been in that situation and I didn't do what he did. Well, it's like, it's like if you had stood up and been like, I'm so sorry. It sounds like you're really enjoying yourself, but you are yelling. So if you could just like take it down like a little bit, we are in a public space. Well, so I kind of did the passive aggressive aggressive version of that, which was Well, but when you do that passive aggressive with stupid people, they don't get it. That's true. It's so just passive were... aggressive to yourself. It just rots you from the inside out. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were passing Halama, which is like my favorite beach, and he was like, Oh yeah, you can't go to that that beach. That's an Air Force like private property blah 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 and like this has been like because we were in santa barbara i mean we were only like 45 <laughs> minutes on the train away from camarillo i was like I, fuck this i am speaking up i can't take it it was like hour eight of this and so i said to him i was like i just like butted in from across the train i was like actually no that's a public beach you can go i go all the time you don't like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about basically and he was like oh uh ha, 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 yeah uh yeah, I guess that uh uh it must be different now, ha 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 ha. And like you know, these two ladies are like tee hee tee hee, like whatever. <sighs> but no, you're right. He didn't get it. He didn't realize that was me being like, "Hey, loud talker, I can hear you literally across this entire train car." Like, nope, too thick, too thick. Just... <laughs> like, and not in the good thick way. <laughs> and like a, you could slam his head against a wall, and it would just go. Bah, 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 bah. Like a piece of like, like a tuning fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want you to tell the story of when we moved you from Long Beach to the Bay. Like speaking of, like when I moved to Mountain View. Like there's plenty of we've got plenty of moving stories because both of us have done That's it true. a thousand fucking times. That's true. So yeah, I guess I can tell that story. I mean, I don't really remember most of the details other than, like... It was a very stressful day. It's... <laughs> yeah. So, let, let's let's talk. You can fill me in on the things I, like, clearly forget. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll jump in and talk yeah. over you. <laughs> I can't even start it. Because all I feel is this anxiety. <laughs> in my... uh, that's oh. about right. Yeah. 
<laughs> so we we were moving from Long Beach to Mountain View because Brian had gotten this new job and I was like, bye Disney, I can't handle you anymore. And so we were moving from a two-bedroom apartment to a one-bedroom apartment that I had never seen before because Ryan went up to, like, find it. So as a control freak, that was already, like, a little bit much for me. And also it was, like, a much more expensive one-bedroom than our two-bedroom. And I was like, what is this Bay Area? Fuck off. But, like... (laughs) Little did you know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I remember... Ryan's dad and Steve-O, mm-hmm. our dad, mm-hmm. came over to, like, help us pack. And Michael was driving this, like, 18-foot U-Haul It was, like, a very fucking large U-Haul, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And dad... <laughs> dad came over, but, like, because of his back, like, couldn't go, like, up and down the stairs. So had, like, found a dude at Home Depot that he, like, paid to, like, help take stuff outside. So he sat down, and he and I were packing my kitchen. And by packing in my kitchen, I mean, he was drinking my good whiskey, (laughs) going as fast as humanly possible, wrapping every single dish in paper. And, like, it started, like, a half-full bottle, and it was, like, almost empty by the end of the Oh, yeah, he was, like, schnockered, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, he's doing this, and, like, Ryan's dad and this random dude from Home Depot are, like, running up and down the stairs to our third floor apartment, like, taking things down to the car. And this whole chaos happens. And then by the time it's time for us to, like, drive up that night, we leave L.A. at, like, 8 p.m. Yeah. Which, like, I knew going into it was going to be, like... Before we move on, though, you've forgotten a very important part, which is that you... And it, for some reason, like, ne- you guys didn't pack until, like, the day before. You didn't start packing until very soon before everything was happening. So there was a lot of packing that was happening. So you were doing most of that. And Ryan and his dad were doing, like, fucking God knows what in the U-Haul <laughs> all day. And all you kept saying to Ryan is, Ryan, are you using vertical space? Ryan, are you using the vertical space? <laughs> yeah, I forgot And he just goes... It yeah yeah we're doing it it's fine and then we go down at like I don't know like 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock or something no it was probably really it was probably closer to 7 yeah and it's like the truck it was like halfway (laughs) flooded there was not a full flood happening of boxes it was halfway and you I just remember you got so (laughs) mad and you were like you guys are gonna take it out because we still have more shit you have to repack like, yeah yeah that's why i was, was pissed because they were coming yeah. up and they're like oh it's full and i was like there's no fucking way this bitch is <laughs> yeah. full like have you ever like packed a car in your goddamn life mm-hmm. oh my god yeah i remember that well then so that that anger then just festered until we were somewhere on the five south of bakersfield <laughs> And I said to Ryan, we need people to help us unload this tomorrow or it's going to take, you know, the exit like a million billion hours like it did today. And (laughs) if you don't have friends showing up at our apartment tomorrow to help us move, I don't know what I'm going to do to you, but I'm going to (laughs) be real fucking angry. (laughs) Like, I will leave you. This was the Santanella experience, wasn't it? 
No, no, no. Santanella was way later down the line after you no, did but it a was therapy the session same, for us. The same trip, though. Oh, yes, because that was three in the morning, which is when we hit that part of the world. <laughs> but yeah, so I just remember this conversation where he, I was like, you know, he's driving, so he can't like look at me in the face, and you're like sitting awkwardly in the back seat, like trying like <laughs> not to eavesdrop, even though like there's you're getting slammed by never... the TV. There yeah. was no. Yeah. So I just like gave, I just like gave him this ultimatum because I was like, I think I may just explode from the inside of my brain. Just. Right. Just Cause we had spent 12 rocking. hours packing the car. It was supposed to be like, oh, we'll pack, we'll get in the car. We'll leave by like three, two or three. And it ended yeah. up being like 12 hours of us working and. Yeah, so it makes sense that you were sitting in the car going, fuck, 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 how are we going <laughs> to unload this truck? <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he saved his life by having a couple friends there when we arrived the next day. I think one of the people only came to help for that one day and I never saw him again. Like, what a <laughs> nice person. Ryan probably, like, <laughs> slipped him a hundy or something. <laughs> like, I think it was Jacob. Maybe. I, don't, yeah. I honestly do not even remember anything about the second day. Yeah, yeah. But so, like, I remember this this guy, like, coming and helping. And he was very nice. And, and then we never saw him again. And it was, like, <laughs> cool thanks, I guess. But, like, <laughs> would you ever in your life go help someone move that you didn't know? Yeah. Never. I've done, I feel like I've done it before. Yeah, I oh. have done it before. I would absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it was in college when I had, like, the physical stamina to, like, volunteer to move people's houses, but... No, no. I I don't feel like I should, like, punish a stranger with <laughs> my belongings because I wouldn't want to be punished by a stranger's belongings, you know? Like, it's yeah. cool if you want to have, like, a 50-pound salt lamp, but, like... Don't make me move that. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here for single pairs of shoes. That's what I'm helping with. And there better be an elevator, not a walk up. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. No, I I refuse third, like third floors are just beyond me. I mean, second, second floor. Fine. Anything past (laughs) that, you better have a goddamn elevator or I'm not here for it. Yeah. We, we have to bring up the most important part of this entire story though which is that we roll into santanella california no 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 no. we were never even supposed to go to santanella let's we missed the exit and you were like no we meaning ryan even though for 80 (laughs) miles i was like okay 60 miles away from the exit 60 miles right. away this from is the like exit. the one thing he the one maneuver he has to do in 200 miles and you <laughs> i remember you were like ryan in 20 miles ryan in 15 miles ryan he's like sam stop bothering me what i like i'll get it i'll do it and it was the one <laughs> yeah he just and then there it went there it was there it went yeah goodbye it was one of so, those like bullshit like super tiny northern california like it's an on-ramp it's an on-ramp and then it's done and then like you have no hope at all if you don't know where it is oh my god it was so he missed he missed the exit and then we had to do some kind of like 
No, no, no. So he missed the exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next exit was like five miles down because it's it's the five freeway, and there's like Mm -hmm. one exit every thirty six years. So, and I had to go to the bathroom, so I was even more annoyed. So Mm -hmm. we drive these extra five miles, and we get off at a road called Santa Nella, like Santa Claus Nella, like Nella wafers, but with an e. And so (laughs) we get off. And there's a pea soup Andersons, which in our delirium at like two in the morning was like, oh, fuck, are we only in Buellton? Because if we are, right, the world like is a terrible place. Seven hours, what would have been seven hours south and also on the coast and not on the five in the middle of the Yeah, it was just like, did we enter some kind of wormhole and are we now in Buellton? And is this a problem that we now have to fix on top of fucking everything else? <laughs> yes well so i remember thinking like okay this is fucked but like i had to go to the bathroom blah 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 yeah and there was a big truck stop we went to the truck stop yeah but then because it's like bumfuck nowhere you have to take this like little street to then like get back to the freeway and so we were in the city of santanella driving down the street of santanella and we got to a stop sign and the cross street was Sentinella, <laughs> which is the like the second timeline. <laughs> Santinella and Sentinella in Santinella, <laughs> which it was like at three in the morning. It was either the correct amount of insanity or the absolute wrong kind of insanity. Well, I feel like we just like. I think we've left out a key piece of this in that our dad lived off of the street Sentinella. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Spelled There's another like, Sentinella in in the mix in our yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember we just laughed and like also cried a little bit. Yes. Yeah. That was what I was getting at. Is like I don't know if it was like insanity or if it was joy or la- like I just remember like a lot of emotions and they were all very intense (laughs) (laughs) and that in the delirium is when we came up with the uh well-known unit of measurement called the buelton yes we are one buelton away well and that was the best part is that we stayed at that hotel remember the people throwing up when you walked in oh my god like as if the day hadn't been there was so much to this story Yeah, like, as if the rolled- day hadn't been weird enough. It's like we rolled in at like four in the morning, and there was like this dude just hurling outside, <laughs> <laughs> outside this hotel, which is like that was a really nice hotel. It wasn't like it was like a bad, like not like any hotel deserves to have somebody hurling in front of it. But I like, mean, but there are some that you expect more than others. Yeah, this was wildly. Uh, especially just after like 12 hours of packing and then three in the morning at Santanella and Santanella and Santanella and then to like roll up and this guy's throwing up and we were just like can we just sleep can we just like go in and lay down give us our goddamn keys like yeah so we we woke up and we were like laughing about we came up with like a Buellton of like okay well if there's two pea soup Andersons and one is in Buellton like the logic is that you're 
you're always a Buellton away from a pea soup Anderson. <laughs> and a Buellton is the unit of distance equal to however far you currently are from Buellton. <laughs> but the best part from, was that from this... the Buellton pea soup Anderson. It's not the yes. Sentinella. No, not this. That would be a Sentinella, but we're talking yeah. about a Buellton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this hotel room had this like micro balcony, which like <laughs> honestly like was not a balcony. It was just like a, a ledge. It was like probably less than like six inches wide. I mean, it yeah. was like it was, it was really tiny. Small. And we were like laughing, making jokes of like, it's a micro Buellton. Ha ha ha. And then like Ryan did the math and it mathematically worked out that 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 balcony actually did measure one micro <laughs> from the distance that we were from, from the distance that we were to Pisa Pandersons in Bealton. Like it was just like one final mind fuck on top of everything. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we're not allowed to do anything ever. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why yes. we <laughs> live in a state of chaos is just one thing after another honestly i do not remember anything else i do not remember unpack i think i remember wasn't like rita there helping us unpack yeah we did the kitchen and cassie came at some point but i was so i I was in such a cone of anxiety (laughs) that all i remember is like wow, there's a lot of papers on the floor from the kitchen because Steve got trashed yesterday and packed my kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. I remember, like, brief flashes, but, like, mostly just white noise for that day. I mean, there's definitely moments, like, that you just, like, forget everything that happened. Yeah, it is kind of my specialty. Just deep and (laughs) constant dissociation. Just let the elevator music roll, man. It's my specialty. I love it. I mean, a good disassociation is, like, really nice. I was doing that today, actually. Like, we were standing in the living room. Just let your eyes buzz out. You just... Yeah, yeah. We were standing there. What music is playing? You just let it go. Just don't don't try and disturb the vibe. Yeah, so I'm standing there, and I'm just, like, looking, feeling content in my disassociation. Dissociation? Dissociation. Yeah, I was like, why did I say disassociation? I was like, that's something else. Disassociation is like, we're no longer friends, and I no longer know who you are. (laughs) I mean, it's a similar situation, I guess. I was disassociationing from Ryan, and I was just... I was just looking out the window like it feels good to have my eyes in only one location. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's cuz like work was just so many changing things today that it was like so I felt like I had just been like my eyes visually had been popping from like 16 different things all day long. Oh dude, you don't have to explain to me. I do it even when I've been doing nothing all day. <laughs> but yeah, so it it was like extra needed and so I'm standing at the stove just like looking and Ryan goes, Sam, Sam, Sam. And I was like, there was this moment of like pure anger where I was like, just let me dissociate for five seconds. <laughs> like, this is all I have. <laughs> right? Like, we're in this apartment. We're locked here for the rest of our lives. Just let me like, uh, like, I just yeah. want to hear like a humming sound really loud, you know? Mm hmm yeah that's why i sleep with the white noise machine dude i'm a big fan actually speaking of fans 
we just got a new fan and it plays like white noise and also blows cool air so it plays white noise i mean like the sound of the fan is like white noise it's like one of those dyson ones yeah i mean that's like most fans yeah well so this fan like tells you what like the air quality is in your room and when we were talking about getting one ryan was chatting with zane about it and Zane was like, oh, yeah, one time I farted next to it and the number went up really high. <laughs> Zane! <laughs> right? Like, I love uh. that we're doing, like, product research for something. And he's like, yeah, farts make a change. Like, Honestly, though, the first thing I thought about was, like, what if you fart in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm, you know, on one hand, Zane. On the other hand, you know, dude's got a point. I hope the people listening to this can can feel the level of anxiety <laughs> pushing down on their shoulders. The stress of that day, I never... That honestly, like, changed the relationship between you and Ryan and also my relationship with you guys as well. Like, there was well, no, like... You know, m- we we missed the key thing in this, which was the soundtrack, which was... Oh my god, yeah, the fucking Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like the most stressful music I can think of off the top of my head. We were just singing constantly. It was both catharsis and also like not contributing in any good way to that situation that we were just like screaming. It was like on a pressure cooker when you have to like release the steam. That's what that was. And it, it was like releasing dangerously fast, you know, like it's <laughs> like it's gonna burn your hand. Pre- yeah, the good the pressure's gone, but that's not how fast you should do that. You should really go a little <laughs> slower. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I think it did change all of our relationship, mostly because you had to like actually have a therapy session with ryan and i yeah i think that was basically like i have always kind of been your guys's informal marriage counselor (laughs) but that really was my induction into like this is my job now when i'm around (laughs) and i'm right you do not doubt my skills also your brother and your counselor (laughs) yes and also like you guys don't doubt my skills anymore which is like kind of nice that we've like gotten to the point that i can just be like sam stop talking ryan don't be mean to her you guys talk to each other and then you're like i'm sorry and it like works (laughs) yeah i think if we had to do that just the two of us it may have been the thing that just oh 10 years oh well bye yeah i uh like i hate i like that was not a great experience. We laugh about it now. <laughs> but we were all so miserable. And I... <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I, that It was life-changing because that was when I realized the, the sheer worth and emotional value of hiring movers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because when I moved from L.A., to the bay i hired movers you were like listen fucks put this in there and i'll see you in two days goodbye yeah yeah i was like oh i've seen how bad this can go i've seen 
the <laughs> absolute like bottom of the barrel like let this be a warning to you all Ser- always like, hire if you can in, if you can in any way afford it and you're moving more than like two blocks hire hire it's, movers you know it's better than paying for a therapist for years after yeah or at least at minimum hire people to help you like move the furniture into the truck because that alone is such a nightmare also like i don't want furniture i want to get rid of all my furniture <laughs> i want to live a nomadic want- lifestyle with no furniture that i ever have to move ever again because i hate it and i hate doing it no, no, no. You just want, like, a couple camping chairs. That's all you want. I Well, so here's the thing. is like, everywhere I move, I want all of the furniture to be there. But every time I leave, I don't want to take anything with me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I want, like, my clothes and, like, my electronics and my art supplies. But I don't want any of my furniture like I want. Okay, just... but what about your kitchen items? No, I don't want to take any of it with me. <laughs> I have no. You know me. I have no sentimentality over anything in my kitchen. I know. I can tell. Yeah. I did, however, just receive one of the best blessings of my entire lifetime. Do you want to know what it is? Yes, obviously. So my mundane superpower, as we know, is that I can always find parking. What is your mundane superpower? Um, it's really easy for me to see amphibians when I'm in Hawaii. Yes, that's true. That is yours. I forgot. <laughs> look, a gecko. Uh, look, a gecko. So I have a friend whose mundane superpower is that they can always find whatever they are looking for for free. What? Yes. Yes. I that's not mundane. This- that's valuable. I know. That's like legitimately a superpower. So I discovered this because at the beginning of quarantine, they texted me and they were like, hey, um, you know, I know you're like, you know, I I just still pretty like new to Portland. I don't have like that many people in my life. And so they were like, let me know if you just, like need anything during quarantine. I have like, you know, kind of a bigger network of people. So if you like find something that you need, just let me know. And I was like, oh, okay. And so there was like, I think I needed something random. I don't know. I just, I needed something random. And so I messaged them and I was like, hey, do you happen to have like this thing? And they were like, give me a few days and I'll get back to you. And I don't remember what it was, but they found it and they got it for me. So this is how I learned that this person is like amazing at finding free shit. So yeah i so we know pigby has her sensitive stomach and so i have to make her dog treats and i can't get the sweet potato dry enough in the oven so i really wanted a dehydrator and so i said to them like i know it's like really hard to find but if you happen to come across a free (laughs) dehydrator like and of course this is in like crunchy granola portland like everyone has a dehydrator and nobody wants to get rid of them and it's also (laughs) fucking pandemic and so everyone is dehydrating shit in their houses so i was like i know it's like kind of a long shot but if you can find one like let me know because that would be super awesome also i'm unemployed still so free they they were like oh yeah you know that's kind of a tough one i don't know no 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 fucking lie they texted me two days ago and they were like i have a dehydrator for you Oh my god. A whole ass dehydrator. 
And they were like, yeah, come pick it up whenever you want. So I now have a free, I have a dehydrator that I'm going to make dog treats with. so awesome, dude. For free. So yeah, that's how I got a free dehydrator. So did you make cookie treats in it? No, because I had run out of almost every single pantry or grocery item in my entire apartment. So I had to go to the store today. You do that. You go down to like literally nothing in your place. Only during pandemic because I don't want to go to the store that often. Okay. And also like if I still have food to eat, like I'm just going to eat that. We have a lot of food that I want to like get through, I guess. Mm-hmm. We had we've had these tamales in the fridge for like the longest time in the freezer. And so tonight, Ryan's like, what do you want for dinner? Do you want to get takeout? And I was like, no, I really don't want to spend the money. And also, like, it's a whole thing. And so I was like, what if we do tater tots and tamales? (laughs) Like, that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, because I was craving tater tots, like, a couple weeks ago. So we got frozen tater tots, and they were very good. Fuck yeah. Yeah, because, like, tater tots, duh. Tater tots, duh. If you don't like tater tots, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Sam Cadence. <laughs> yeah, no, like... I still say Sam Cadence. Samantha Andonian. Excuse no, me. No, no, no. I'm still Sam Cadence. Because also that's Sam one Kaden. word. You know? Yeah, it is. It. it yeah, it's, okay, thank you. It's like my original is Sam Cadence and Sam Donian. It's the original flavor. Yeah. Yes, the original <laughs> flavor. Sam Donian is part two. Yeah. The remix. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, okay, like... The, every time that we're like gonna have dinner i'm like do you want these tamales and he's like i don't know and they were like definitely like freezer burned a little bit but it was like that's fine fuck it steam these bitches to hell and right it's like it's their time has come it was great put a squeeze of lime on it and watched an episode of jeopardy chef's kiss Uh, yeah beautiful stuff i had a traditional jack um hodgepodge dinner meal of mm. a microwave frozen burrito um two <laughs> in a wildly steve caden move uh two pieces of ham and... <laughs> but did you rinse it in the sink first no because i'm not a heathen it's fine i just ate the ham Have... with some mustard i'll like... just ate the ham no, I just ate the ham with some mustard. Oh, I thought you said I'll just ate the ham, and I was like, "It's fine. I'll just ate it." <laughs> no, um, and then also some chips and hummus. And also, I just went to the store today, so like that was the meal I chose. I have all this food. I could have like cooked something. No, this is just how it works with me. If if his weird snack is rinsed ham, what is your weird snack? Um. I've been doing like the like tiny baby pickles, you know, the little like cornichons. Yeah, I think so. Those have been pretty good recently. Um, I also get this like chocolate peanut butter because like I can't have Nutella. Um, and then I eat that with a honey crisp apple. So it's not really like a gross snack. It's just I'm just like six years old and that's what I eat for a snack. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not gross. That's not gross. The pickles are kind of weird. Sometimes I'll crave them at like 1030 and I'll get up and I'll eat a pickle before I go to sleep. It's just like really strange. What's your weird goblin snack? My weird goblin snack. Um, I may not have a super... I mean, 
Just because rinsed ham is so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all can't compare to rinsed ham. Yeah, rinsed ham is, is up there. I mean, I don't know if I have one. You've been on an Oreo kick. Oh, yeah, but that's not disgusting. Oreo, Oreos no. are the top of the pyramid, you know? They're just... Mm-hmm. Although, it did slow down. <laughs> we We went from, like consuming a family pack in a weekend to like (laughs) (laughs) now we still have some in the house we haven't eaten in a while that's how it goes yeah yeah but that's because we got for our birthdays from lota a giant Mm. box of chocolate yeah so she sent us oh my gosh it must be like two pounds of chocolate hazelnut butter like oh yeah fresh like dark chocolate with like fresh roasted hazelnuts like so good mm. yeah so i made brownies with some of it last night those are world oh class. my god that yeah. sounds decadent and amazing it it truly was i uh i felt very proud of myself because it was like eight o'clock and i was like i'm in that time of the month and i was like hmm <laughs> i need to eat an entire pound of chocolate how could i do that the socially acceptable <laughs> I will make <laughs> I will make brownies at 8 p.m. So I like just like fucking threw out some brownies one two six with that hazelnut butter and they are so good. But anyway, so she also sent us like salted uh caramel butter like mm. peanut butter cups and she sent oh, us a, a whole so box good. of the cashew birthday cups and then mm. dark and white chocolate chocolate peanut butter cups that are like cacao on top mm-hmm. oh my yeah. god yeah chocolate is like so fucking good and it was like we opened it and we're like we just scored the goddamn mother load <laughs> so, it's like in spongebob when he opens a chest and it's just like Aah. yeah it's like exactly beautiful. but it was eat cheek chocolates so yeah yeah free promotion eat cheek chocolates yeah, check it out. It's literally the best chocolate you will ever eat. Don't fight me. <laughs> that's um, their that's their slogan, right? Literally the best chocolate you'll ever eat. Don't fight me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty funny slogan for a chocolate bar. Or like a chocolate like like you're like holding them and reading it like I wouldn't fight you. I've got chocolate. Why would I right? fight you? Like, what? There's no fighting necessary. I'm already pleased. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for joining us this week. And if you're feeling anxious from that story we told, it's just a story. Just don't don't think about it. Maybe just go eat. associate for a while and <laughs> yeah. put it out of your mind. It's it's really good if you look out a window that's you know covered with blinds and you focus on one line of the blinds. It's a great way to dissociate and just blink if you want. Don't blink. (laughs) It's your disassociation. It's your disassociation. You get to choose. This has been, I'm like, really funny. Like, really funny. Really funny. Okay, bye.